Annyeong, and welcome to Hallyu Juku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, Petey Rave. This is episode two, Nom Nom Ringalinga Ramen Noodles. Enjoy! Greetings and welcome to the only K-pop thing not talking about Ailey right now, Hallyu Juku. Uh, once again, I'm here as a, you're a guy in the, in the not know learning with you. Uh, PD Rave with me is my buddy, Brandon Cooper, aka King Cass. How you doing, Cass? I'm doing well. Yes. Uh, and luckily neither one of us has had our, uh, nude photos leaked recently. Recently. Well, yeah. Luckily. I had, um, that. I had that face. Yeah. Um, we're gonna get into some, uh, crazy, uh, headlines. Uh, cool things, couple of, uh, random things. This weekend was BlizzCon. Uh. Yeah. And, of course, with BlizzCon was the big StarCraft, uh, you know, finals, WCS, uh, grand finals. What, yeah, the it, global finals. Global finals. And what were the biggest surprises for you, Kaz, real quick? Um. I, I have to say th- this it ended up being the storyline of the year. Um it ended up being this this kind of moment of like this is the shit movies are written about where uh so for 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 those in the know um the kind of hero so to speak is is a player by the name of uh Jadong Kim J- mm-hmm. Kim Jadong Kim Jadong um Statistically, you're probably not right in there. (laughs) Right. Um, Who has been in the StarCraft community as a professional since its kind of conception. He's been here since Brood War. So that's like, that's back in the fucking day, right? (laughs) Um, And he's gone from kind of team to team or whatever. And back in the Brood War day and StarCraft 1 days, he was he was the top. He was like... He was the top of the mountain. He was the person that you had to beat to say that you were really somebody like, or, or you had to go up against and, and have a good match to, to be somebody, right? Like yeah. if, if you didn't have a good showing against Jadong, you were a nobody. Like if you spent all that time, got to Jadong and then got smashed, you're trash. Um, yeah. so he's kind of always been this pinnacle. Um, and, and over the last, you know, five, Five, six, you know, years or so, maybe even more. He's kind of struggled with the game. He's kind of struggled as to like getting back to, to that dominant peak. But the last two years, he's been kind of slowly but surely doing things that have made people be like, whoa, hold, wait, wait, I didn't even know you could do that. Like, like I didn't even know that that was a thing that could happen in the game, you know? And that's who he was in, in the inception in the brood war days of that. He was the innovator, right? Yeah. Um, and he's kind of been getting back to that. And here at the global finals, it's got to this point where Jadong has always been coming in second, right? Like he's yeah. always been the runner up, um, and it got down to it and Jadong had this amazing showing. Like he was doing things that were just fucking crazy. Like he was being pushed back like against the wall and everyone's like, Oh fuck. There goes Jadong out of the tournament. <laughs> let's hang Let's hang our heads in silence, you know? And then we're all hanging our heads in silence. And then someone's like, Holy shit. Jadong won. And we're like, what, what? Huh? You know, and, and, wait, Jadong's in the finals. Yay! Like, this is, yes, like, fucking Jadong's gonna do it. And he fucking comes in second. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that was the big storyline. And, and I knew that from, uh, talking to even to your fellow caster, now Drew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's the big storyline. And, uh, it's, sounds exciting. Yeah. And, it, it's kind of scary because Jadong's always been this person to be really kind of quiet and unassuming and, you know, always show his emotion in the game. And, like, the focus that was on his face and the focus that he showed in these matches, like, I have not seen from him in a very long time. And he was just like, you know, I want to, he, like, he literally said, I want to win. 
I'm tired yeah. of coming in second. So yeah. I'm just hoping I'm just hoping that this doesn't dishearten him. You yeah. know, because like the things that he did are were just fucking crazy for it to you know, for these things within a video game are still like the sports epics now. Like this is yeah. shit you tell your children. Like <laughs> I was there at BlizzCon when fucking J Dong made it to the finals and came in second again. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's exciting stuff. And of course, you know, it's a part of, uh, the culture here. Uh, we're now let's get into yeah. some of the headlines. Uh, mm-hmm. what the first thing is, uh, uh, this, uh, interesting, uh, video. Uh, one of the, uh, I think one of the key people that I'm going to probably end up referring to a lot going forward into this podcast is, uh, the website Eat Your Kimchi. Uh, Couple, they they are YouTubers, so like they are a YouTube channel primarily. They're a YouTube partner. Uh, they started out as English teachers, putting up videos, uh, to to uh, appease their parents, make sure that let let them know that they were okay, and they turned into an, a K-pop coverage empire. Uh, also, Susie's cute. How you doing, Susie? Hi. Um, but I'm gonna, they're gonna be a figure that I'm gonna, cause they're just as much a credit to who, uh, people who got me into K-pop as, uh, Kazar. Alright. So they put up a video recently, one of their TLDRs, uh, where they talk about a subject that they can't necessarily, they don't have a chance to necessarily cover otherwise. Uh, specifically, they covered the recent departure, uh, from the world of K-pop in general, not just from the band, of Dong Ho from, uh, from, uh, 2 p.m., right? Yeah, 2, no, no, you kissed. Wrong, yeah. wrong band. You kiss. Um, and they talk about how they understand how somebody would want to quit K-pop because mm-hmm. being an idol sucks. And we've talked about how, uh, uh, about the StarCraft uh, players, but, you know, being idol kind of sucks. Like, uh, they, they're not very well fed sometimes. Uh, they have s- insane schedules. Uh, and it, it, it's a hard life. Yeah. yeah so this is, this is something I've kind of always known about. Um, I didn't, I didn't necessarily know how much of it crossed over because i i learned about it from the starcraft system right from within the kespa system um and and for those not in the know the kespa system the easiest way to explain that is your college draft right so the kespa is this thing that keeps an eye on the top tier players um in StarCraft, right? Because there's this ladder that, that you can present yourself on and, uh, it has its, its rankings, bronze, gold, platinum, silver, blah, 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 grandmaster, master, all these things. So Kespa is this thing that keeps its eye on that system and these kids that enter their names into the Kespa system. So from the Kespa system, what would happen was you would get drafted more or less to a team and, you know, you would be presented with the option to live in the team house and train um, for the opportunity to be put forth on stage. So for those, a lot of you in the, in the K-pop world, a lot of this shit kind of sounds the same, right? Yeah. Of like these kids who are, who are brought in and then putting to these, and whatever. Yeah. 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 And put into the training systems, right? And from what we always know, like the training is really hard, but it's kind of okay. It's understanding. They want these people to be able to dance, sing, boom, 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 act sometimes and all kinds of other things. So there's, it's all this effort put into it. Um, but a lot of the time, what you get in the Kespa system and the K-pop system is the kind of machine quality thing, right? Where it's, you put these kids into it and the thing is kind of to a point where it runs like a machine, right? You have so many of these people who are, are, micromanaging their time and micromanaging their life that like sometimes other things don't take priority. So um back to the Kespa system, like there, there are a bunch of kids who are always like, you know, we would have to stay up for like 12 hours at a time doing nothing but playing Starcraft. Um And then when we, right when we were done that, we'd be given like, 20 minutes to eat and right after that 20 minutes 
watching replays and and seeing what we did wrong and and being berated about what we did wrong like not being like oh here's what you did wrong here's where you could work on this like like no you did this wrong do not do it again like fucking berated about what they did wrong for hours um and then they be they would be allowed to sleep for like three or four hours get back up and start that whole cycle again and it's been coming out more and more that a lot of that same shit happens in k-pop where it's like not enough sleep not enough food you know not enough time to rest um because you're being treated like a machine it's like okay dance practice okay singing practice okay you know um you know, dance practice is four hours, singing practice is two hours. Okay. You have to go do these commercials, you know? Um, you got fucking five commercials today to shoot, and you know, however long it takes to their their you know, to their happy with the way the commercial is. Um, all right, now we gotta go shoot the the music video for the new release or whatever. Okay, you gotta go down the fucking uh MB M MBC to fucking uh go perform on stage for the weekly for the weekly performance or whatever. Okay, now you get to sleep for a little while. Okay, get up. Guess what? Dance practice, you know? Yeah. And it's just like it's it's hard and it's fucking crazy and you know, you've had a few people walk away. Jay Park, one of the more famous people to kind of be like, "Yo, I'm not feeling that shit, son." <laughs> no. Like um and and with that, it was more like like you didn't really know who was at fault here, but like with more and more of this coming out, like it, it's this hard thing. And like, you know, some kids thrive at it. Yeah. Like some kids are going to be totally cool with it and be like, okay, I can do that. That's nothing. Um, and then others are not like yeah. others are going to be like, you know, yeah, this is my dream, but I'm not going to put myself in danger for it. Like they're, they're, there have only been a few K-pop kids and, and it's becoming more and more that I know who have walked away from this. Whereas like, I know I, I, there are a handful of people that I cannot name at the moment just because I would butcher all of their names that I have known have walked <laughs> away from the Kespa system. Um, and that's why a lot of the Korean, Korean pro players are starting to end up on American teams or just reformatted teams that are just kind of better for them. Um, yeah. Like Axiom Acer is one of those teams that I know has taken in a lot of players, uh, from other teams, uh, that have kind of been quietly known to be kind of, kind of, you know, hard and, and unforgiving. Yeah. And it's one, it's one of those scary things where you see you, and even things like, uh, the, the lack of privacy and, uh, the fact that, uh, there are no, anti-stalker laws really in place to deal with like you know crazy ass fans and uh that uh could hurt you and could drive you crazy mm -hmm. and could uh you know send you know, bad things like uh and god forbid you try to date <laughs> like mm -hmm. god forbid you try to date if you don't if you don't outright have a dating ban well, fuck, like, your, your dating is gonna be public knowledge, and then you're gonna have to deal with, uh, anti-fans trying to destroy your life, like, uh, I mean, it's not necessarily always as dire as that, but, uh, there's well, always those occasional situations, like. So, one of the, one of the biggest examples of that, like, to step outside of K-pop for the first time, um, is, the like big notable idol group AKB, right? Mm -hmm. AKB has had numerous incidents with with these things because they try to lock these girls down, and because there's so many of them, it, it's a lot harder to do. So yeah. even even sometimes the more famous ones who are gung ho about the system that they're in kind of fall in into shit. Um, and there have been numerous girls who have been kicked out for for rumors of dating there have been numerous girls who have had photos leaked because they were sending photos to their boyfriends and fucking press people paid the boyfriends for photos and you know just all this this consistency of bullshit you know and it's just because like you know like AKB is very famously known for being the the dream girl thing right 
Like yeah. their whole system is built on these girls being your dream girls, the girls that you can dream about, but that you could actually go and meet. Um, and in a sense, that's just fucking terrible for them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, uh, and I would say in most cases and in most shows, they're probably, uh, it's less evident in K-pop that way in the sense that they're, they're, they're treated more like human beings, maybe. <laughs> In yeah, K-pop. on the on the on the outside, there it it's I don't know the facade is a lot stronger in K-pop than it is for Japanese idol groups. Like it's kind of hardcore known that like Japanese idol groups are a little fucked up, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know when when the K-pop when the idol system kind of was becoming bigger and bigger in Korea, I was like, huh. Well, let's see how this goes. And like, for the longest time, I was like, oh, okay. It seems to be okay. But then now it, you, you hear the same things, like yeah. really strict schedules. They don't get to see their families, like all this kind of, you know, just, just bullshit that like, you know, we, we've seen so much in other places that just, it makes me sad. Yeah. Um, I think let's move on to less sad things. Uh, an exciting time in Korea, uh, entrance exam time, uh, at least exciting for them. Uh, <laughs> everybody's trying to get into college, uh, trying to please yeah. their parents. Uh, cool things, uh, from 2 p.m. and I guess a, a couple other people, uh, I know it was like a kind of a JYP thing, sending things to their fan club. To kind of encourage them into, uh, uh, as they go into their entrance exams, uh, mm-hmm. you know, little cool trinkets, food, you know, snacks and whatnot. Uh, it, it, it's a, a feel good part of the, part of the things, you know, it's kind of cool to kind of, for the groups to be giving back the other way. Cause, you know, you see a lot of fans give to the groups, but giving yeah. back is kind of really cool. Yeah. And this is kind of like, like, this is really a stressful time for a lot of those kids because, um, it's just like, they are fucking like, it, it's so hard, you know, because like you have to be kind of the best of the best to be able to do what you want to do, especially when it comes to college stuff in like Japan yeah. and Korea. Like, like you got to be the best and the brightest and, uh, that shit is just tough, bro. Yeah. Like I, I feel for them. Um, yeah in more ways than one a lot of the time. Um, yeah. And yeah. I'm just, it, it's super cool to see something like this. It's super cool to see that, like, you know, wh- whether they care or not, like, just the factor that they're, like, had that thought process of, like, hey, let, let's do this. Let's give back. Let's show our fans that we kind of care somewhat. Yeah. And uh, even, like, uh, idols are taking their exams now to get into college. Uh you know, it's exciting time for them too. Uh, uh even, uh, not just kids going and <laughs> trying to get into college, uh, randomly, uh, we're going to be talking about it soon. Uh, in a future episode, we're going to talk about family outing. I think one of the funniest, uh, one of the most interesting part was when Kim Suro was, uh, late because he had to take his college entrance ex- exams, even though mm-hmm. he's like one of the oldest members. <laughs> he's like 40. He's yeah. like, he's getting back into college and uh, he passed and it was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, exciting time, uh, to all the, I, I don't know if it's all been decided yet, but if, if it's still, if you're still waiting on, on hope, uh, to all them Korean kids fighting, uh, but moving on to, uh, we're going to talk about another rookie group debuting soon. So, uh, this might become a thing, uh, occasionally where we talk about the, the, whatever new rookie group and, uh, maybe make fun of them a little. <laughs> uh, Alphabet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a group, uh, and apparently, uh, so, okay, so the concept behind the group is the Alphabet. Um, so they're Alphabet. The members are Beta, a Code, uh, Delta, Gamma, uh, uh-huh. Delta, Epsilon, Pi, uh-huh. Gamma, I forget the H, Iota, and then, uh, the J. I forget the H and the J, but, like, they're all, like, pseudo-Greek letters, and 
I guess that's <laughs> those, it's a new rookie group with an interesting concept, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. What did, what they, did you they, So I, I kind of, I kind of sped through this. Like I read a bunch of the articles. I looked at some of the promo music videos and they're, they're going more for the poppy feel than the kind of what I thought this was like kind of an answer to, cause it, it said somewhere it was initially a hip hop duo that transformed into a full nine member idol group. Um, which almost kind of harps back to like other things that I've, that I've seen before, but, um, I'm trying to think, uh, I thought this was going to be more of an answer to kind of some of the other rookie groups we've been seeing, like, uh, what was the, the, was top, the other dog, top dog, the top dog, Bangtan boys. Yeah. Bangtan boys, um, and stuff like that. So I thought this was going to kind of be like hardcore hip hop stuff, but it just seems to be young hip hop, right? Yeah. Dance, singing, you know, kind of more 2 p.m. style or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but like kind of hip and fresh and like more with the times. Not that 2 p.m. isn't with the times. Um, but, but yeah, uh, a nine member group, uh, we're <laughs> seeing these bigger groups now, which I think it's obviously, uh, kind of an answer to what SM's been able to hit with, with EXO. Uh, EXO's yeah. kind of been, a, you know, gaining huge momentum for the past couple of years. And now we have groups that are answering almost how I imagine how, uh, they must have been answering when Super Junior made it back, made it back all the way back in the day. Uh, now Axel's out, you know, a uh, big XM hit, SM hit. And now people are answering with their own big groups. Uh, which is interesting to say the least. Uh, we'd have to see if, it works for them. Uh, if they can, yeah. you know, get that, get that little bit of exo magic, uh, that we've seen. I mean, it all just, I don't know. It, I think it partially comes down to songs and personality. Like, mm-hmm. if your songs are going to be catchy and you're going to have the personality that, that, you know, your your members are going to have the personality that makes people want to watch them and keep watching them and, and keep seeing what they're doing, then, you know, more power to you because that's going to be the thing that, that rockets you to that stardom that you're looking for with that group. Um, but if they don't, then, yeah, no, just more of the same, just another group that's going to come in and go. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, speaking of uh, SM as I was, uh, uh, this sounds like... Kind of what could be one of the coolest concerts ever. Uh, SM, uh, SM is going to have SM Town Week. A festival is going to run over a week, uh, in December. They're going to have concerts just in one festival from TVXQ, Girls Generation, FX, EXO, Shiny, and Super Junior. All in one mm-hmm. place. That's going to be crazy. Including, you know, TVXQ is going to celebrate the 10 year anniversary. Uh, how, uh, I would love to be there. Uh, they're not necessarily my, it, yeah, this just, these, this sounds like it's going to be the most fun weekend ever, uh, regardless of like whatever you think of the groups. It looks like it's just going to be a fun spectacle. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it could be, I mean, they have seemed to have like kind of a nice schedule. Like I could see people definitely just going crazy over this and like, if, if, if it's done right, like this could be awesome. Yeah. Like this could be awesome. This could help a lot of these groups grow a little more like out of all of them, right? I fucking FX is like kind of my, my group that I like quietly cheer for. Like, you know, I have to hardcore cheer for to anyone because that's where I put my eggs at. But then I was like, Oh man, I kind of like FX, <laughs> right? Like I, I liked a lot of their songs when they first, like not their first couple of songs, but like their second kind of sets of, of songs that they came out with. Like I was like, Oh yeah, this, this I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and like kind of FX has kind of gone quiet with like, you know, D unite to anyone and, and all these kind of other kind of hip hop ish girl groups that have been coming out. Like FX is kind of more or less. Like on, on my radar, not, not necessarily their fandom in Korea or anywhere else, but just on my radar have kind of got pushed down because like 
everything else seems to be like, oh, this group, this group, this group, this group to anyone destroys everybody for a week. Okay, this group, this group, this group, this group, you know. Um, and like even to anyone right now has gone kind of quiet, yeah. uh, for a little while. Um, so like I definitely want to see FX definitely like make a better push and make a bigger push and like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it, yeah, it's going to be an exciting, uh, thing for anybody that gets to go. I would love to be able to go to this, but then I'd have to fly all the yeah. way to Korea. And that's- oh, hopefully, maybe. You know, with the way the world is going, it could be streamed. Virtual that would tickets, be awesome. Bro. That would be awesome. They would sell a lot of, if they turned it into kind of a, an iPay-per-view as we've, we've seen with, uh, uh, with indie wrestling companies have been doing iPay-per-views, yeah. maybe with better technology, probably they, they're going to have better bandwidth there over in Korea. So they probably won't, uh, crash in the middle of them, but <laughs> like an ROH pay-per-view, but. Uh, if they could stream it, even just like, uh, and, and know it's possible with you stream to create an iPay per view because New Japan Pro Wrestling has done it. So, yeah, freaking, would, that's what BlizzCon just did. They just, they turned most of their stream into a, a thing. Like you could buy a virtual ticket and watch panels and the main stage and shit like that, but then you could watch all the, the esports stuff for free. So, yeah, yeah. so there's it, ways it, to do it. Yeah. The technology is out there. Yeah. We have the technology. <laughs> we can do it. Uh, yeah, it just looks like fun. It would be awesome to watch. Um, moving on to the next, uh, little bit of fun. Uh, we have a new, a pos- a teasing new material from a group that we've touched upon a few bit, a little bit, uh, previously. What's up? Uh, <laughs> So we talked so, about it. you t- talked about it a little bit. I finally saw the the what's up video, the actual t- their uh, name song, and yeah, it's very familiar mm-hmm. to me. As a man who grew up in, it, it was born and raised in Miami, Florida. I I I, I know that style of video and music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so like the funny thing is like I heard about what's up, and I was like, hey, Petey, what's up? Are you like what? And then you know we we joked about it for a little while of like oh the the in niche, you know, freaking, uh, uh, fucking, oh, goddamn, what is it? Um, um twerking. twerking, fucking like K pop group. Okay, whatever. Then it was, then the other thing that kind of like, um, made them like all whatever was they made that single release for Nada like a couple weeks after CL's, you know, single drops. So everybody's yeah. like, Oh, what the fuck? You trying to, you trying to battle CL, Nada? Like, what the fuck? Like, Oh, you think you hard? Like, Nada's not hard. CL's hard. Like, okay, calm down. Calm down. All right. <laughs> calm down. Um, and I don't know, like they, they are quietly growing on me. Like I'm quietly becoming a what's up fan. And, uh, then the other day, I think it was while I was talking. Yeah, it was while I was talking to you. I spent way too much time on their YouTube to realize that they had changed their YouTube around. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, something's different. Because <laughs> we were both like, hold on, we, why am I not subscribed to this? I was subscribed to it before. And I was like, they changed it. And we were like, oh, they fucking did. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so because I resubscribed, I'm getting all the emails again. So I saw this, like, pop in my email and watched it. And I was like, um, huh, there's a lot of black dudes in this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, huh. <laughs> A lot more of them are really tanned now, besides <laughs> Nada, because that's just kind of Nada's natural kind of skin tone. Yeah. She's just kind of darker because her her racial yeah, linear, heritage. Yeah. Um, and yeah, more along, like, she's yeah, she's more along the lines of so say you would say like Sue Young of Girls' Generation, or you know, yeah. you would think of a couple of groups, but yeah, they all seem to have hit the booth. Like, uh, like they were all like a traveling wrestling group, you know, they all went and hit the tanning booth while, while the other yeah. groups are, are uh, slapping on the BB cream, get themselves paler. Uh, <laughs> these girls are going the other way. Uh, um, 
so yeah, like I, I watched this a couple of times and it's, of course, it's one of those, like, I, I think I screamed about it on our official release, like those 30 second fucking, you know, <laughs> teasers. Like, shit ain't official till I see a 30 second teaser. Um, so I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm apprehensively excited about this. Yeah. Hopeful, but cautious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, what's up still has, they're still on this, like, they're still on that tippy toe plateau where I'm like, do I like you? Like, okay, your members are cute. Whatever. That, that's kind of a gift. Like, yeah. Your songs are catchy, but, mm, and I, now I'm just like, do I, do I actually like you? And this is gonna be, this is gonna be like a make or break because they're either gonna be, uh, like, even, even the, the kind of thumbnail of the video, they are like in fur coats and waving themselves with like fake American money and they're black <laughs> dudes walking around and just like, I don't know. We're, we're gonna see what's gonna happen and it's yeah. either gonna be good or it's gonna be racist and bad and we're gonna be like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Did they just try to buy that man? Oh, no. <laughs> We'll have to see. We're in the wait and see yeah. mode. Um, another thing we'll have to wait and see about, uh, G Dragon wants to, uh, a rumor to be work, another rumor that might become a tumor. G Dragon and CL rumored to be working with Skrillex. Also Diplo, but that's, that's kind of not news. Cause yeah, G Dragon's already of... worked Diplo. But the big news is working with Skrillex. How do you feel about this? Uh, yeah. Cause, uh, <laughs> cause, okay, so, so, it's not new, uh, you know, uh, G Dragon's, uh, dabbling with, uh, uh, dubstep is not new. It's, it's part of, um, it's part of his recent album, part of Coup d'etat, uh, our, you know, ride or die is, you know, has those dubstep parts to it and has those like yeah. very heavy, uh, dubstep, uh, you know, instrumentation, that style to it. Um, but yeah, he, he wants to really, I guess, go balls deep on, on this whole dubstep thing now, doesn't he? <laughs> I think, I think it's just kind of G Dragon is G Dragon and YG are just smart. In a sense, right? I yeah. think they're a little bit late on the, the kind of this thing as a thing. Yeah. But they went to the person who kind of is at the forefront of it, right? Yeah. So you go to the person who's at the forefront of it, and then you're going to get all these people who are like, what's this? What language is that in? You know? And and I don't know. It's It's... I don't... I don't know, dude. Like, yeah. I'm gonna end up, it's gonna end up being one of those things where I'm gonna be all puffy faced and like, no, I, I don't wanna like it. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna hear that G Dragon and I'm gonna be like, ah, oh, but I don't know. It's kinda <laughs> good. Yeah. Alright. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's one of those like, uh, we'll have to see if it even happens, but, uh, it's, it, it'll be interesting to say the least. It'd be interesting to say the least. All right. Uh, before we get into kind of the big thing that we're going to be talking about, uh, uh, you know, that big, you know, elephant in the room from this past weekend, other than, uh, other things, um, I want more, uh, life advice from you. I need, I need more, more advice from you. Uh, not, not, not romantic or, or, you know, in dealing with how to figure out my life. Cause, um, I, I wouldn't come the to you with that. Things. The simple things. The simple things. What What? 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 No, oh. wait. What? Oh. I'm sorry. How dare I'm sorry. you? This is on me. I'm rubbing my hands. My life is, my life is somewhat together. Somewhat. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> All right. But, uh, I want some, uh, some tips. I want to get into the world of ramen. Ah, uh, instant noodles. Uh, I want. I want to be you, Jay Suck. I want to get excited about instant noodles. Uh, 
That man loves his instant noodles. If y'all watch Happy Together, you know that man loves his instant noodles. If you watch Happy Together, if you watch Family Outing, like, there is a history of UJ Salt and fucking instant noodles and instant yeah. noodle packets. Yes. Uh, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a history. But, yeah. Yeah. It, it, elucidate for me. How, w- w- tell me about the world of instant noodles, how to make, how to get the most out of them, how to really so, kick it up a step. So, for most people, they think about, you know, instant noodles. You think about your top ramen or your, uh, what's, what's the other end? Uh, margin, like margin. Um, and, and there's just, there's just an amalgamation of, of things out there, right? There are the ramen bowls. There's just plain ramen you can buy, right? Like, if you can find like an Asian store, if your store has a really, really good, um, just international section, you can buy just the ramen. Now, for some of you out there, you're like, what? But, but it ain't gonna be flavored. You stop that. You stop that right now, right? Here's some things you can do, right? If you, if you think about Asian culture, Asian culture is all about kind of one, feeding everybody, like, hey, you know, let's, let's make sure there's enough food for everybody. And two, kind of reusing stuff, right? Like never yeah. letting anything go to waste. Um, so one of my favorite things when I have ramen is like the pre-preparation for it, right? Sometimes what I'll do is I'll make a broth ahead of time. Um, and you know, sometimes I'll just use vegetables. I'll just use some kind of vegetables we have laying around. And what you can do with that, that's really, really nice is you can use the throwaway parts of your vegetables, right? Because all you're really doing is making your broth. Um, so like, like you can use the tips and ends of the carrots. You can use like kind of the bad parts of the onion that you would cut off and throw away. Um, just all these kind of things because you're still going to get that, that flavor out of them. But you know, there are things you would throw away anyway. So make your broth, have that kind of offset to the side, and then you can use the rest of the ve- vegetable as garnish. Um, and like have enough of it for the week. Um, then use it in other things, use it in rice, use it in with pork or whatever, right? Um, like just chop up some carrots, take those ends, make a broth, sit that broth off to the side. Um, and then when it comes around time, hey, it's ramen time. Um, if you have just the plain ramen, you don't, you have this pack of, of shit you don't have to worry about. Um, then you could just take that, boil it, then, reheat the broth and then sit it in a broth get this nice great flavor pour that in the bowl boom 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 that's plain ramen with with really good broth so you want to go to step two right so here's the easy step two add an egg right any way you want you can fry an egg and just sit it on top which i i've done before and people have like gone crazy (laughs) like (laughs) what is that a fucking egg in there the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, no, it's, it's cool. Like it, it's, it's totally cool. Um, boil eggs. Uh, and that's something else that you can add to that pre prep, right? You could just boil eggs like fucking way ahead of time and have eggs boiled. Um, and then, you know, take, take an egg or two, slice it up in the like kind of circles, put that in your ramen. It's so good. It is so, 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 so good um, to do it that way. Um, let's say you had some meat. Like, this is my favorite thing to do, right? Let's say you cook, like, steak, pork, or chicken, right? Mm-hmm. Um, earlier in the week, um, you could take the throwaway parts of that to make a broth, or just, like, some people end up with, like, these hunks of just meat that they've had and they're just like i do not want to eat that with fucking rice anymore i don't want to <laughs> eat that with with mashed potatoes anymore take it put it in the broiler so that it gets nice and crispy um cut that up put that in your ramen and it's gonna it's gonna stay nice and crispy because you broiled it and it's not gonna get all soggy and shit like you would think it would in the water um and like that's how they do that with some of the the meat when they add meat to ramen sometimes is it's broiled or whatever so that the outside stays nice and crispy and then you get that infusion of the juices in the middle of the meat oh god 
so delicious. And then that that meat juice that gets in the the ramen. Ugh. Ugh. Meat uh, juice. <laughs> she only want me for um, my meat juice. I only want me for the meat juice. Um, and like I said, it's just a lot of these kind of simple things that you can do that make ramen just kind of that little bit extra. Um, yeah. of a, it, that turned it into a meal, right? Cause like for most people, like ramen is just like, fuck, there's nothing else to eat. I'm going to eat ramen. But like for me, it's a fucking, it's a show. Um, yeah. and that's something like if you, if you kind of go back on my Google plus, I did like a little ramen thing and maybe I'll do something else for, for Harajuku. I'll, I'll make a video or something of me making ramen. Um, if you want to just like go out. And definitely do it right now. A good place to check out is a YouTube series called um, Cooking with Dog. Uh, it's a really, really good series. Covers a lot more Japanese cooking than it uh, mm-hmm. does Korean cooking. Um, but there are like two or three really, really good ramen videos on Cooking with Dog. Um, and just YouTube is just like yeah. a really cool place that you could just find like all kinds of just like tips um it may not seem like the best place in the world but food network has a <laughs> lot of good just kind of uh tips that you can do with ramen um and and the other thing is find an asian market because yeah. like for me that was the thing that kind of stepped up my ramen making shit because yeah so all right, right. Here, here's here's the hardcore truth. Right, back in the day, I I was a, a un unwashed anime fan, and I was watching Naruto, and yeah. he was he was eating ramen, and I was like, "Damn, that ramen looked good. I want <laughs> that ramen." And I was like, "But I don't know where you get the the Naruto's and like kind of all the other shit that you put." that they put in ramen. Um, and so I just had to kind of find my own ways to like make it my own thing and make it like really, really good. Uh, and what I ended up doing with that was just, you know, using, using leftovers, uh, was one way to kind of, you know, just make ramen better. Um, yeah. And then from there, it's just like, like I said, it's all about, it's all about the prep work. Like if you're willing to do the prep work, you can come out with some really good ramen, yeah. uh, realizing that there's more than just the insta noodle packs or the insta balls, um, yeah. that they're just like just straight ramen noodles you can go buy. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, the Asian market, the Asian market yeah. is going to be friend because they're going to have all those little side things that you didn't know you could buy that you could buy. They're going to have the Naruto thing that you can cut up and put in your ramen. Um, yeah. they're going to have, you know, fish stock and, and all these things that go into making ramen. Um, yeah. just so much better. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's going to be, uh, and I've decided I'm going to challenge myself to one thing. I'm going to decide, not as specifically ramen, but a noodle dish. I've decided I'm going to challenge myself to, uh, make jajamyeon. Uh, jajamyeon is a Koreanized Chinese food dish. Uh, I guess, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a common delivery food dish. Uh, I have a, I have a helper video, uh, again, eat your kimchi. Uh, Martina created a how-to video on how to make a jajamyeon. So I'm going to use that as a guide. Uh, and the recipe they put on their blog post. And I'm going to see if I can do it. And hopefully I will give it a try. I'll let you all know how it worked out. Maybe even record it on yeah. video. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, maybe that's something that will add to the show. Kind of just like cooking tips and tricks with, mm-hmm. with Kaz and Petey. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to the to the main event. <laughs> All right. So this is something we've been talking about for the past, uh, for the, you know, in the premiere episode and for, you know, the beta episodes. <laughs> a boy, Taeyong, is out with, uh, with his, de- his, uh, comeback. Ringalinga. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. All right. Right. So there are some things, um, fa- other, other fans of, of, of Asian pop culture that we need to talk about, right? Yeah. 
when somebody is gone for less than a year and they have not said that they retiring, they, that you know that they was touring, you know that they just came off of a, off of a tour. There's a period that we like to call work, right? They got to actually do work so that more music could come out, right? You know they ain't dead. <laughs> you know they ain't dying. They ain't hit nobody with their car. Let that just let that one go. Yeah. <laughs> um uh that oh, I feel bad about that one now. Um <laughs> You know, they, you know, they're working on shit. When shit comes out, it's a new release. It's not a comeback. <laughs> they, it, they've been gone. You can't call it a comeback. No. Like, I'm sorry. Um, but that seems to just be the thing to do. You have to call yeah. it a comeback. So, Young making a comeback. Yeah. Um, with a new, with a new image. Um, <laughs> Not a new image. No. Um, I quote, and, and they released a dance performance, they released the single, and they released the official music video all the past couple of days. Um, Kaz, a little bit of hiccup. Are you, yeah, Kaz, are you, are you like Romeo Cornell now? Uh, you saying, uh, they are who we thought they were? Um, okay, so there, there was all this kind of hype and fever and, and, and stuff to it, and uh, um, I'm trying to think how to put it right. So, I I saw the dance video because we got the dance video first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I. I saw the dance video and the dance video kind of got me excited, right? Yeah. It's a really um, cool video cuz it's all it, it well, it's almost yeah. all one shot. I mean, it's all almost all one take. They kind of cheated cuz they I guess yeah. they they couldn't get back in the dance room uh in time within just the one take, so they kind of cheated a little bit. They didn't go full yeah. on exo urudang. Uh but yeah. or or fucking um Big Bang. I think it's Love song, love song is a one take video. Yeah, or you know, like a couple of videos. But it it it's all, mostly like half of it, almost all how uh, all of it is like one take, going from the dance studio to the outside, all the dance moves. Uh, you know, I I would say it's cool. It's always cool the fact that uh, unlike other say labels tend to do. They, uh, uh, YG artists are uh, specifically Big Bang and like, you know, Taeyong, G Dragon can live outside the, the box room. Mm-hmm. Unlike, say, I don't know, SM. Yeah. SM, SM has, ha, SM loves their episodes, the box sets. <laughs> <laughs> if you seen, yeah. even like nowadays, well, even the Galaxy Supernova, there's a lot of colors going around there, but if you actually look at it, it's just one little box that they're all dan- all the girls' generation is dancing in. But yeah, yeah. YG seems to be in love with two things: either the hardcore '90s hip hop video or um the black and white, like kind of just dance, really like all about the dance video. Like that seems to be YG's kind of of two things. Like that's the two things that they're stuck on. But yeah, it, it was an exciting video. But as you said, the, the the dance video got us excited. Yeah. Um, and then then we got the kind of fear. The, all right, so we have to talk about this, right? There is a a Vine or an, an Instagram video posted. Instagram, yeah. Of uh, Young and and the YG crew celebrating the release of Ring of Ling. Um. And it's just them, like, just them going crazy, you know, just, oh, man, it's out, oh, you know, and everybody's dancing, and, and the song is playing in the background, but, but, Petey, me and you both <laughs> took note of one specific thing and one specific thing alone from that, from that, like, 15-second video like there was just one thing that we was hyper focused on, and like we both were like messaging each other at the same. It was just like this is all you, mm, 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 right? 
Yeah. And that was top. <laughs> Just B- the return of Bingu top. Yeah, because because everybody else is like either jumping or just like dancing and wilding out, and Top's just like wave my hands, wave my hands. All right, now I'm gonna move my hips a little bit, and then back to waving the hands. <laughs> like that's all you gonna get out of Top. Like that's all you gonna get out of Top. Like you is not getting dance out of Top, and that's what I love about. I just fucking love Top. It's just like <laughs> we got we got Bingu uh, Top, you know. It, it's yeah. funny. It's always fun when we when you get a glimpse of Bingu Top, like <laughs> him acting a fool at any point, and it's because it's it he brings it out in the right moments. Uh, yeah, because he's just like yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. He he done released that album. Look at me, look at me, wave my hands. This is excitement right here. Like he, he's going so, like he is in slow motion compared to everyone else. Like everyone else is just like, like you could hardly even see them in the graininess of the video, but Top's just like, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Top, is it a slow song on? What, do you have headphones on? Cause you are not hearing the same song everyone else is hearing. Um, uh, and then the other person I, I paid attention to was GD who just screamed his head off. <laughs> like that's all he did. Yeah, he was just he's screaming. Yeah. Just ah, ah! I thought he was powering up. Like he fucking went full <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, like power up mode. Like it was. I mean, it was maybe that. Maybe he he didn't dye his hair for the recent album. Maybe it, he actually went Super Saiyan. Yeah, and maybe that's what what happened to Taeyong with his hair. If you, oh, it, God, actually, his, it was, hair. <laughs> his hair finally won. Uh, he went Super Saiyan. He's got his Super Saiyan Fohawk going. <laughs> or not like, Fohawk. Taehyung had, but between these, these three things, the dance video, the Instagram video, and the actual music video, Taehyung had seven different hairstyles. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what, the, what? Who is, is that, is that GD? No, it's Taehyung. Okay. It, what, is that, is that D-Light? Is that Daeso? No, no, it's still Taehyung. Like, what the, is it Haha? Did, did they get hot? <laughs> no, it's still Young. The fuck, Young? Stop it! Like, but the two the two hairstyles he seems to be between is these four braids under a hat, yeah. uh, with like these these like shark teeth on the end of them, and then the the faux hawk. Like he he loves that faux hawk. Yeah, and it's it, it's it, it the the hair and there was a great all, all K-pop article that chronicled his hairstyle. And concluded that his hair has finally won and taken over. And that's all for Taeyeon. He's, he's more hair than man now. (laughs) Uh, at least emotionally. But yeah, then we finally got the music video. Uh, 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 the yeah. tough part about the music video is, uh, I don't know, it, it kind of doesn't have, well, I, I, it does, it, it does, I, I don't know, it doesn't feel like it has a direction, maybe, I don't know. No, it's so, it's so, it's, like I said, fucking YG has, has kind of two flavors, like, like party, yeah, kind of party, like, you know, hip hop nineties video and like, uh, uh, all about the dance, really, really stylized videos, right? Mm-hmm. This is definitely their nineties kind of party. Everybody's excited for no fucking reason. Is this futuristic? I'm not really sure. Why did we just cut to a desert? Wait, now are we in a penthouse fucking video? You know, like, and it's just, it's just one of those fucking things. And, and I just, uh, I just couldn't Random stand construction it, site. Like, <laughs> Random construction yeah, site. They're um, all invading. And I don't know. It was just, it was like a Buster Rhymes video, you know? <laughs> like, like that's what the, the fuck it reminded me of. Cause then there's just like this cut of GDE and Young in this car that's clearly on a green screen and they're just like wiling out in it, but it's not going. It doesn't take them anywhere because then it's just like and the doors are open Um, (laughs) yeah and it was just it was just weird dude and i didn't know how to feel about it like i don't know yeah 
And uh, yeah, and the 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 song is fun. I, I think the song is super mm-hmm. fun to listen to. It's it's uh like we said, it's uh exactly kind of what we expected. It's uh, a lot of people commenting it. You know, obviously, it sounds like G Dragon's recent material. Uh, but yeah, it it is what it was set up as. It sounds like what it is. It's a G Dragon making a song for Taeon. <laughs> Taeon. Because you know it was written by it be written by G Dragon, uh, and it sounds like it was written by G Dragon, <laughs> and the, the what makes it sound like Taeyong is Taeyong's voice, <laughs> uh, yeah. and how he interprets them. But like, yeah, it, but it is a fun song, and it has it has some fun lyrics. Uh, yeah. One specifically, uh, we I noted uh, there's uh, uh during the kind of the little breakdown, the singing songy breakdown before the chorus. Uh, Taeyang sings, uh, baby, don't kill my vibe. And I was sitting there thinking, and the first time I heard that, I was like, G Dragon, what you did there, I see it. I know what you're <laughs> trying to do there. <laughs> you and me, we, we understand each other. I know, I know exactly what you're going for. Baby, don't kill my vibe. Hey, can baby, we say that? Fucking, my vibe. Uh, um, Taeyang can't pronounce vibe. <laughs> vibe. Yeah, no, he can't. <laughs> Baby, don't kill my vibe. <laughs> Which is weird, because if if it was just because he's Korean, the the B wouldn't be the letter he would have a problem with. It would be the V. But it's, it's just vibe. It's like okay, vibe. that's not the letter Baby, you should be. You know, it's understandable if he accidentally yeah. went. Uh, don't kill my vibe. I understand yeah. that. Like you know, the V is not a letter in the in the Korean alphabet. You know, the V is not a the just like the F. That's why why you hear people say piting and whiting when the word is fighting, uh, because there's no F in uh, in Korean and there's no uh, V in Korean. But he got the V right. How does he not get that B right? You, you know what you would have so much fun with is one of the latest, uh, well, kind of the latest set of episodes from, um, Infinity Challenge. Uh huh. Where, uh, they were doing their, I guess, I guess every year, cause this is a show I'm kind of newly getting into, uh, thanks to Friend T2T2, um, which is another show hosted by, uh, UJ Silk, uh, yeah. and another variety show where they do the, they have this music festival every year, I guess. Like every um, and it's two kind of, years, I believe. Yeah. And it's getting bigger and bigger. So this year they, you know, same, same setup, you know, they got a bunch of musical guests and like the musical guests pick one of the members to kind of, and make a song with them or whatever. And there's like a bunch of moments of just like them, like some of them making hip hop songs and like, okay, you know, you got to say this word. And then they're just like butcher it. And they're like, okay, uh, but try that again you said this and it's this and there's the part where like g dragon working with the member that he chose and yeah. the dude tries to say uh rap for rap and he says like lte or something like lve <laughs> he's like and i'm lvb and they're like what did you say what <laughs> what was that did you just try to say rap he's like yeah he's like okay you said lbe but no <laughs> like oh okay shit that's ridiculous uh and um, i'm excited to talk about once we actually do get to talk about it uh family outing because there, there's some when daniel henny gets on that show uh and we can talk mm-hmm. in, in, uh, daniel henny uh they get somebody from overseas they get real excited bust out all the english that they know like <laughs> <laughs> it's like the time is now and then him and uh Ihiori making breakfast and yeah. him busting out a bunch of English real quick and her pretending to understand like yeah 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 I I, I understand <laughs> yeah yeah like and you know she didn't understand the goddamn thing he oh, said yeah, no she didn't it was the good that was like the greatest episodes of just her being like yeah, I speak English too. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, hey, how do you feel about this? And she's like, uh huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. And he's like, what? <laughs> what did you just say? 
Oh god. And him uh him and, and he's doing his best to speak Korean and when she uh she smacks the shit out of the crab <laughs> and he's like he, he's like Are you serious? <laughs> he's like just can't help to just go in full English. Are you serious? You gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Are you serious? Uh <laughs> like, did that just happen? And they're like, What? What? No, that's yeah. You do this. And he's like, do No, this. don't do it again. <laughs> it's alive. Like, no, it's fine. It's like ripping the shell off. Like but yeah. with her bare hands. It's like he's not used to this. He's a, he's a, yeah. a, an American Korean kid from Michigan. <laughs> like he did not expect this to happen. Uh no, yeah. Fucking I loved family outing so so much. Um such a fun show. Like that that's where that's where I got my love for fucking D Light uh yeah, Day Sung. Because like Day Sung was was kind of my least favorite member of Big Bang uh for like the longest time. Like even through watching kind of all the like Big Bang documentaries that are kind of kind of out there that you have to really search hard to find. Um and like watching them, I was always like, how did Day Sung make it? Like, how did of all of them Day Sung make it? And I was kind of always a poo-pooer of Day Sung. And then kind of as, as time went on, I was just like, huh, I, and you know, watching more and more shit and seeing him in, in dramas and stuff like that, I was like, I like Day Sung. <laughs> Holy shit. Day Sung is then hilarious. Young became my, uh, Young became my least favorite uh, for a while. Yeah, but uh, yeah, back to Ringling. Yeah, I think basically, yeah, the the song is fun. The video is weird and kind of yeah. goes think, a bit. I think, I, I really, I really would have rather the music video be the dance video. Yeah, I think the dance video. I mean, it has more views right now. I think the dance video is the best thing to just watch that because, like, as a music video, it wouldn't be bad. Like, it's it's a fantastic music video. And yeah. the progression of it, the dance moves, it, you see all the entire choreography, like, mm. uh, that which is, is bad actually, which is really good. You know, it, they got a great choreographer. They, uh, currently who the choreographer for the video is the one that's currently core, uh, the choreographer for Jennifer Lopez's, uh, uh, world tour. Uh, so, yeah. so, so, so some talent there. Somebody uh, mm-hmm. worth noting. Uh, so some cool choreography, some some cool moves, and the the ringalinga dance is cool. It's kind of infectious. That waving your one arm in the air, like ringalingaling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that yeah, the dance performance is definitely the better too. That just that music video is just like okay, yeah. Like there, there's such a part. Like there's such a part of this thing that like I don't want to like, but. It's just so hard for me not to like it, you know? Like, it's just so hard for me to just be like, okay, I, I just, it's Young, I don't like it, right? Like, it, I just, I, I so kind of want to be like, all right, I don't, I don't like Young, so I don't like this. But I don't know. I think, like you said, that mixture of, of fucking G, G Dragon's kind of production in a sense and like, Young can Taeyong can sing like Taeyong can sing Taeyong can dance like those are his things so yeah I don't so know hey, yeah hey. Young well utilized can do good if he's well yeah. utilized he can do good like left to his own devices maybe not so much but <laughs> uh but well utilized he can do good I think that's basically uh the idea um so I think that's that's pretty much sums it up. Uh, we can wrap it up now. Uh, Hold on. We could, I have what? a I have a bone to pick. I don't think I've picked it on the show yet because I was waiting for us to talk about one of the current shows we were watching to pick this bone. Um, and and I I, I understand it's all in the settings and I need to change certain settings and fuck that shit, right? But there are two things that are pissing me off about now watching stuff on Drama Fever now, kind of with this Hulu additive to it. Yeah. It's so much harder to go back an episode now because yeah. it locks you into this whole autoplay system way more than it used to. Like I used to just be able to be like, hold on, I'm on episode 10. I want to watch from episode one again, go to episode one. And it would start over because it was like, you already watched through episode one. So if you're clicking on episode one again, it must be because you want to watch it again. I have been having this persistent issue the last couple days. And I know if I just turn autoplay off for a hot second, it would fix itself. 
but it's like, why do I have to do that? And whatever. But I've been watching Good Doctor, uh, so we can talk about it on the show. And I had a problem where I got to episode 10 and I fell asleep. And then it went to 11 and 12, right? But for some reason, it didn't register that I, that it watched 11 and 12. So I can watch episode 11, no problem. Watch episode 12, no problem. Every time I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to see that second half of episode 10 so I can have a full understanding of the beginning of episode 11. It's like, no, guess what? You're at the the fucking one second ending of 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 the episode ten, so it cuts and it jumps right into episode eleven, and I'm like, ha, ha, stop! No, no, I understand by logic of of how you're programmed. I should be watching episode eleven now, but I want to watch episode ten again, and it's like, no. Nah. You already watched that, bro. So I thought I was smarter than it today. And I was like, guess what? I'm going to click on episode nine. So then you're going to go to episode 10 and you're going to be like, oh, okay. So I, I go to episode nine and it's like, all right, you were on the last couple seconds of episode nine, right? And, and cause sometimes I just click ahead. Like I don't need to see the preview for the next episode because I'm going to yeah. go ahead and watch the next episode. So yeah. it's just like, oh, okay. You were on the, like the last 10 seconds of episode nine. So what's the next episode? Episode eleven, bitch! I was like, no, <laughs> fuck you! I was like, fuck you! Oh, dare! Uh, so, yeah, I watched so, it. So, <laughs> so we are gonna be uh, hopefully in the future. We're gonna be talking about next time. Uh, next time we're gonna be talking about some variety shows uh, that we're into, specifically my experiences with family outing, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. we're talking about connected to. A similar show that came after it, uh, Invincible Youth, that I got into first. Uh, we'll talk yeah. about all that uh, pretty soon. Uh, I, I, one last thing I think our, uh, from our talk of Crawford Prince that I left out, my favorite moment on that show was when Minyup, uh, grabbed, uh, Harim and brought him into the, to the house like he was a mannequin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just like grabbed him and how he stayed still. Funniest moment. If you want to check out, okay. If you, that was from our Coffee Prince talk. I wanted to share that one p- bit of talk. All right. Mm-hmm. Now we're into the end game. What is going on in your world, Kaz? Um, a lot of streaming on twitch.tv slash kingkaz. You can also follow all the links to all the other things at about.me slash kingkaz. That's going to lead you to two nerdy black guys. It needs more deaths. Don't ask me about it. Uh, I got to put the links in there for this since this is an official thing now. And just, you know, love and live in life and trying to be famous on the internet, I guess. I don't know. What? Yeah. Um, not really not- trying. Yeah. Uh, so now th- this past weekend, uh, this past fr- uh, Friday, it launched the marked the official launch of this website, Halijuku. And the official home of it, uh, Rebelli Podcast, the Rebelli Podcast Network, uh, is, you can find it on rebelli.net. Uh, you can find this podcast by going to halyujuku.com. But better yet, how about you go ahead and go to kpoppodcast.com. Use that to tell your friends, cause hell, I, I, I don't expect you to remember how to spell halyujuku. That's alright. Kpop, <laughs> kpoppodcast.com, uh, that's how you get to this podcast uh, site. You can see uh, the past episode, all the beta episodes, uh, and you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, follow me on Twitter at PDRave, at about.me slash PDRave. You can find all the other links. Uh, and that's it. Until next time, hasta los huevos. Fighting. Bye. Annyeong. Annyeong. <laughs>